We are live here on Renters Radio. It is a special day today with the uh, Iowa caucus. This is a national episode. <laughs> we're going national with Shakira. Still apparently. in the halftime show. Yeah, Let's we're, go. we're still in the halftime show from last night. But uh, uh, tonight's a special night for us because we don't usually talk about national stuff That's true. that much. I, I am not really a big fan of national politics because uh, I can't control it. Um, but, uh, tonight is a big night for, uh, the Democrats with the Iowa caucus, and we have some actually pretty uplifting results ahead, so. We hope. We hope. We're gonna knock on wood with that. Come on. It's too early. I know. Knocking on wood here. Um, we're gonna talk about mostly that. Uh, I may, in fact, in finally endorse a presidential candidate. It's gonna Ooh. be. Dun, dun, dun. I still haven't decided yet. Lying. <laughs> Except when we started the show, you would definitely... I, w- I was definitely rooting for Liz. You were a Liz lad. I w- a Liz lady? I guess a Liz A lady. Liz lizard. Well, listen, okay, I generally have enjoyed, uh, I-, I support Liz's in general. Did you say your name yet? Did you tell the people who we are? They don't need to know who we are. We don't matter. No, I'm Lauren Pespiza, your fearless host. Um, I'm sitting here with my usual. Evan George. There we go. Trusty sidekick. Trusty sidekick. Um, no, I'm not going to reduce you to that. You're a co-host. You bring, like, Google co-host. Docs and stuff. I like Sidekick. No, you don't. Yeah, I'm the Robin E. of Batman. Uh, I don't know. Mike used to call me a sidekick, and that was before he did. De- that was, like, a demotion. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about the sidekick. Uh, let's just call you the co-host, because you do bring a lot to the table. Um, you also were at an event tonight, which is relevant. I was. So if you are anywhere in Boston... Put your headphones in, keep watching us, head to Democracy Brewing on Temple Street downtown. We had like probably 100 people showed up. And when I first uh, got there, the manager was saying, oh, yeah, you know, Bernie people. We were just there for another Bernie thing that Friday night. It's like, oh, just so you know, there's like another group, uh, some Pete Buttigieg fans. And like they're going to like split the space with you. <laughs> they they never showed up. Oh, good. So it's it's. Do they really exist? If I had to guess, they took one look at 100 people with two Bernie cutouts, and they were just like, nah, not for us. Yeah, that's not happening. I mean, we would have been nice, you know, just to watch that Iowa caucus. Um, So we are going to be broadcasting results as they come in. And you said we have, like, a field correspondent? Yeah, so actually my old uh, fellow sidekick, Warren Lynch, um, from the Young Jerks, uh, we were at the kids table together. Um, he's uh, been following Bernie since uh, before I even cared and has been getting results in all night, posting on Facebook and making me more and more excited. So at some point, Warren can call in. I sent him the number, we'll see what happens. Um, and this is like the one open shot people can call in. Yeah, if anybody anything else. national. Because we have completely, not boycotted it, but we, we have not been talking about the avalanche of the shit show, which has been going on as Bernie has been rising the polls the last three weeks. Oh, oh. sorry about that. Oh, I was gonna say, that's a beautiful sound. Yeah, was that a phone call? <laughs> no, nah, that was Herb Gaiman over there. All right. He's logging right. on. <laughs> nice. Um, so we are, for the people who listen to this later, almost at exactly 9 p.m., which means the caucuses have been ongoing, quote-unquote, for an hour. Did you see that they were doing satellite caucuses this year? So that's what I started watching uh, the results from on um, uh, uh, Warren's page, um, was he was getting the results from the satellite caucuses. It's going to confuse everyone if we keep saying Warren's page. What's Warren's first name? Yeah, so Warren... Or is is Warren his his first name? uh, Warren is um, Warren Lynch. His last name is Lynch, right? Uh, He... uh, Can we call him Lynch? Because it keeps throwing me whenever you say that. I know, because you know what? Like, Elizabeth Warren's running. I know. I get it. It's weird. Um, it can only be one. Yeah, it's it's weird like that. But uh, Warren Lynch is a, a friend of Radio Past um, and Bernie Sanders, longtime Bernie bro, I guess you could say. Um, and he's always got, like, the latest info on everything. Plus, he's really funny in Malden and everything. Do so, we have the phone number for people to call if they wanted to? Oh, all right. Yeah. If you want to call in, the number is... 872-810-2125 and uh we'll be here talking about this all night um i are you on like some kind of stream of results as well 
I'm trying to figure out the best way for me to do it. What well, are you looking at? I'm looking for his page because he's got the results before anybody else. Oh. How does it... No, he's going to be watching a site. Uh, no, he's got friends. All right, he's got friends in high places. Yeah. So, as of now, I think they there was one polling location <clears throat> that I think... Oh, not polling, caucus. If I'm going to use that interchangeably tonight. Nobody at me about it. But there was one, I think, that opened up much earlier, and like, people were making a big deal because it was all Bernie, except for literally one person yeah. for Warren. And they've been doing satellite locations, which, to my understanding, is people who are almost an absentee ballot caucusing in. So they have, like, I think there was one in France, uh, there was one right. in Florida, and of course the Florida one is not going to go for Bernie. That was the one that, that was a Klobuchar one, right? Yeah. Wasn't it Klo- oddly, apparently Klobuchar has uh... some cachet in the uh, the Florida senior help housing community. Yeah, like I didn't know anybody paid any attention to her, but I guess that's a thing. So the big things that tonight are two different things. One, because everyone's like running really high right now that Bernie is definitely going to win. It's still early. I feel bad being that optimistic, but. I'm just gonna say Bernie should win this. If he doesn't, it'll it will be like a little bit of a little bit of a body blow, but he has such a great just a solid fifteen percent, which is not going to jump ship regardless. So like he can take a little bit of a did not meet expectations better than any other candidate. But if he gets it, the big story is one, did Bernie get it? Second story is what happens to Biden? And, and that, uh. that is going to be the big narrative out of this. Because it's looking very early, very, very, very early. I'm not even looking at things. I'm just guessing right now yeah. that he is going to underperform, which is already way underperforming what people expected. Because there have been six polls in the last five days. Bernie has led three of them, I think. Biden won, and they split the other two. So they're, they are in some ways neck and neck, and they still are for national polls. Biden has been beating Bernie, or they've been neck and neck. So if Biden comes in like third or fourth for the Iowa caucus, that is huge. And yeah. Um, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, given my feelings about Biden, but uh, I guess if... It would, it would surprise a lot of pundits... Um, I guess myself included. I, I expect him to be in the top three, at least. Or I mean, well, that's, should, what, the media, the that's what the media says. Well, you look at aggregate polling, and then kind of just your own, your own instincts, your own internal assumptions. I mean, if if Biden, if Biden comes in fourth in the Iowa caucus, that's going to be insane. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. So that so that'll be the story, honestly. Um, They've already been saying, like, Bernie has basically won, just looking at polling projections. Yeah. yeah he hasn't, so. Does that, if we have any people out there in Iowa, you keep knocking those doors nonstop. But, th- so that is already in the narrative. The next thing is, what did Biden do? And then maybe if, if Klobuchar has some surge, or if Tom Steyer could, like, I think hypothetically. I haven't seen his ceilings. I have not. I have not seen Tom Steyer anywhere on the top list of anybody for this. It's so early though. That's why. I. I mean, well, we have results back from the satellite. The satellite. The satellites don't count though. Oh no no no! no, I was excited. By they don't count. I mean, they do literally count. I mean, those are such outliers because it's literally people who live in Florida. That. Like, it <laughs> hey, Florida's had a lot of impact on elections, okay? <laughs> yeah, at the national level, not for the Iowa caucus. Okay. Yeah, like how many people are in the uh, satellite caucus? See, I don't even understand caucuses. This is the thing. Like, is this even important? Why are we all nervous and excited about this? I think I, I briefly went into this last show. One, it's all Jimmy Carter's fault. Okay. Second, this is basically like a school gymnasium. And you get to go there, and you get to raise your hand and say, I like Bernie. Who likes Bernie? Then you all run towards that person. Yeah. And then they count. And if you have 15% of the total people there, then you get um, delegated a certain proportion of the delegates. In this. So like, so there's going to be 41 pledged delegates tonight, which if Bernie has a huge win, the media tomorrow is going to say, 
he's only gotten less than 1% of the delegates. People are like overblowing how important this is. No, no, no. It, it's not the literal number. It, it it has to do with like what does the momentum signify. Right, right. Okay, so it's not really binding in any way. Well, I mean, it's binding as in you get those delegates, but it's such a small number that the winner of this, you get the momentum. I see. Okay. And then so Iowa and New Hampshire is the one-two punch in terms of like some campaigns might drop out after New Hampshire if they have such small numbers because no one is going to start donating more money to a candidate that is underperforming. So, I mean, what about what about like obviously underperforming candidates like uh, apparently Deval Patrick still running? I guess apparently. Yeah, but he's getting his money through like six people who are just doing it almost for fun. Okay. I mean, it's hard for me to even know if Deval Patrick is even like Steyer is running... Oh, we got some callers. Wow, sorry folks, that was very loud on my end. Hello? 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 Hey, is this Warren? This is Lauren! Welcome to the kids' table! Lauren and Lauren. <laughs> um, so I've been getting all my news from you, so... What is going on? What's the latest? <clears throat> and, and when you say the big caucuses, uh, do you mean Des Moines? What, uh, what cities, what locations are you talking about? Uh, well, the AP just reported a couple of precincts. They didn't say which ones. Um, but we have some totals from them. And uh, right now in the total numbers, um, Sanders is first with, uh, let's see, sorry. Okay, he's got 268, uh, Buttigieg second with 235, Warren third with 212, Biden fourth with 194. Um, Klobuchar fifth, 182, uh, Bloomberg with 82, Yang with 35, uh, Steyer with 33, and Gabbard and Bennett with three each. Okay, so very, very early, I I'm going to say it's 1%. I don't know what the actual number is. Uh, Bernie, uh, Bernie ahead, Pete, Warren, Biden. Yes. So in the um, in the satellite caucuses, um, the the ones that were people living in the U.S. in the South, um, uh, uh, Klobuchar won those, and that's what CNN's been mainly reporting. Um, and then people living outside the U.S., uh, Bernie got first place, Warren second. And people who were like working second or third shift that couldn't make it to the regular caucuses but lived in Iowa, um, that was also Bernie first and Warren second. Um, and then in the in the big caucuses, it looks like uh, Buttigieg is a strong second with with Bernie first in those as well. So uh, looks like a good night for Bernie. He may even get fifty percent in the second round we'll see and if um so uh so what i've been seeing is that is this true so if let's say like bernie gets you know uh the majority and then um somebody else gets like the next up the rest of the delegates go to the second one how does it how does yeah, this work so, so in each uh or go to the first location. one sorry there's only two at the end of it yeah, there's two rounds. So, um, so in each location, um, you split up to whoever your first choice is. And then if uh, your choice doesn't get 15% in your location, um, which, for example, one of the bigger caucuses, they have 1,080 people. And so you have to get like 175 people. Um, and if you don't get that many in the first round, then um, the people from your section pick a new section from one of the ones that got 15% or more. So in most caucuses, 
most caucus locations that happens to be Yang, uh, Steyer, uh, Gabbard, and uh, Bennett, Shaw, right? and Bloomberg, and some some locations Klobuchar, um, some locations Buttigieg, um, and a lot of locations actually Biden has to move. Um, there have been some locations in the satellite caucuses where Bernie got 100% of the delegates and a lot of them where it was just just Sanders and Warren and everybody else got zero. Yeah, I'm looking at something you... right now. Um, I can't pronounce this word, but um, I just another... Sioux City. Sioux City uh, caucus update. Uh, Sanders uh, with 42, Warren with 30, Klobuchar 25, Pete 23, Biden 23. And uh, so just, oh. very, just very quickly... Um, and Warren, I'm sure you know this is for the people listening. So if you ever go to a polling location, once the polls are done, the voting is done, basically they print out the score sheet and they just post it on a wall. And then you have volunteers mm-hmm. there and they're the ones who are like screenshotting it or messaging it out. So, mm-hmm. and, and again, Warren, I'm sure you, uh, you know this, but just for the people listening. So like all the numbers we're giving you, this is from like one caucus location. They're posting mm-hmm. the numbers. And... I guess as we report, just everyone keep that in your mind. Like this is like one small demographic, but still the trajectory mm-hmm. looking like Sanders, Warren, Pete for one, two, three. Nice. Yeah, it's 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 surprising how well uh Klobuchar and um yeah. are doing. <clears throat> Oh, really? You think that the I'm not surprised by Warren. I guess listen, I live in Massachusetts, so um I live in a bubble. Uh, but I didn't expect, uh, I guess people like Pete elsewhere that aren't my friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I didn't know anybody like Klobuchar. No, I, I think she is still benefiting from like the media bump that she got after that weird New York Times endorsement. Because since then, she's, so since weird. then she's only gone up. And, well, and, and, and it's the Midwest, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, maybe. I mean, she's fine. Uh, I mean, not. Re- I'm not really a big fan, but uh, like, she's just very establishment. Um, I guess some people like her. I mean, this is so. All these, even these satellite uh, satellite caucuses, are these um, people who are from Iowa that are just elsewhere? Like, how does that work? Um, how come I'm not in one? So it's um, it's both. Uh, if you're an Iowa resident, but you're not in Iowa right now, okay. um, is one one kind of them. And another one is if you just you work during the caucuses or you have childcare, you just have some other reason you um, that you can't make it to the regular caucuses. You go to the the um, satellite one, and they have them within Iowa as well. Okay, so it's like absentee caucusing. Yeah. Basically, and that's what you got the results from first. Yeah, those came in first because they had those at noon. Okay. But those are smaller. The other ones will kind of dwarf and drown those out. All right. I know. We're basically... But it's sort of our early indicator. Yeah, we basically have like just like Twitter scrolling going on for basically, this. Basically. Uh, so the feed on this. here's another Iowa caucus, uh, Grinnell. Uh, mm-hmm. Sanders at 45% for the first round, Warren 29, Pete 8, Yang 7, Biden 3. Yeah. And, <laughs> that's, and, that's... And, and, and so, like, just to, just to game that out, like, so everyone has to kind of envision, from what I just told you, only Sanders and Warren meet that 15% threshold. So what that means yep. is that the Pete, the Yang, the Biden those people who went there for the caucus now have to choose somebody else. Yep. And now is where it gets tricky because Yang publicly said, and then I guess he later backtracked, he publicly said if his if he does not get fifteen percent, he wants his delegates to go with the uh, Bernie people. Which is mm. which is big. But you have to imagine the How Biden. is Yang beating Biden? This is amazing. I'm happy about that. I, so, um, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, like... but, but, but um to close that thought, you have to imagine the Biden and the P people will probably go for Warren, which means Warren's twenty nine percent could like go up or catch Bernie. Like so, so that's how like that like the caucus is such a weird thing. 
and um, I, I was knocking doors in New Hampshire this past weekend, and, and I was bumping into Yang people. I didn't bump into a single person, and by bump into, I mean uh, knock doors worth, knocked over, I don't know, 100, 120 doors. Not a single person for Warren, but I was meeting Yang people all over the place. And uh, Warren, have you uh, canvassed? Do you, uh, do you track the polls? What's your uh, political involvement? Uh, let's see. Oh, you don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Warren predates me. I I'm new to this game. Explain uh, yourself. I'm still, I'm still meeting all the players. It's mostly about uh, like local stuff. So uh, we're doing kind of like uh, like a Burlington, Vermont style revolution in Malden. We took over all the city council and the here, here. school committee and stuff like that. And it's kind of spreading to neighboring towns. But I, I love watching the, the polls too. Gotcha. You know, it's, yeah. I, I mean, when I first met you, that's kind of what uh, you were introduced as. It was like this Bernie, Bernie guy. And this was last election. This was when Trump, you know, the Trump election, right? Um, mm -hmm. So you always had the latest on the Bernie stuff. That's why I like, you know, follow you for that. Like, what's Warren got to say about this? And then, yes, you have done a lot of bird dogging in Malden, um, as you as you call it, at all the city council meetings and stuff. So yeah, Warren's extremely involved in local politics too. Um, but also, I mean, you're one of the first like hardcore Bernie people I met. So, well, Bernie brainwashed me into getting involved in local <laughs> No, that's good. That's part of that Bernie mind that we're trying to promote. That's good. Yeah, it's OG Bernie bro. Um, so, uh, what else are we seeing right now? Um, just to share one thing. This is from. Um, this is an entrance poll. So what that means is that there are people standing in line and then you have people coming up to you that says, oh, hey, like, would you mind? I'm just curious, like, what issue matters the most to you? And it's kind of like a, a way of, like, pundits, I guess, like us, to try to game out why is one candidate doing better than the other. And healthcare was the number one issue for people who were going to caucus by a huge margin. Uh, healthcare, about 40, 41%. Next is climate change with 21%. Next is income inequality at 17. And if those are your big three, not that surprising why they would bank for Bernie. That makes sense. Um, yeah, people are starting to get real about stuff, which is good. Um, I'm getting a lot of like live comments in. Uh, Patrick Wilson had a few things to say. Um, he appreciated the PBR that I'm drinking live on the air because it is <laughs> Monday night, people. Um, and then also, uh, one or he said, Joe Biden's rally at Drake University in Des Moines had no one there. LOL. As expected. <laughs> Who wants to hang out with creepy Uncle Joe? Um, and then also one county chair said at Des Moines precinct more than doubled since 2016. That's crazy. Yeah. And th I mean, this is all like, just like people telling me stuff. Somebody else said, you know, somebody else, uh, so that, uh, you know, results are in John Edwards won the caucus. So, I mean, <laughs> take it for this is just people commenting on my Facebook. I actually trust Patrick's assessment. Uh, you know, he runs this uh, Activate Media channel and everything and is involved. Um, I think that Jeb Bush is going to win at the end of the day. <laughs> so, And uh, we'll, we'll probably get into to them a little bit later about some of the more shenanigans going on with the DCCC. But I was saying yeah. earlier today they were like changing caucus locations like the day of which is a crazy tool like a voter suppression which is to announce where oh like you're all gonna vote here and then the day of you close it and change it some people were saying it's because of how high the turnout is i say it's a failure failure of planning and i'm not going to trust anyone that they're doing it with the best of intentions um i, I have another thing to report um there's i guess five mosques uh, throughout the state of Iowa are used for caucusing site. At one of them, the breakdown, Sanders, 115. The next highest total is Yang with two. So the, uh, the Muslim community from this, uh, yeah. this one caucus is uh, coming out very, very strong Sanders. Yeah, and you know, in, in my um, <clears throat> experience with the uh, you know local uh, Muslims that I work with, um, People are quiet about their political involvement because, you know, we're in a work environment and I get it. But I think deep down, they're actually all down with Sanders. I mean, he is the, str um, like, obviously, 
Not uh, all of them, but that, all the people I work yeah, with. Yeah, I was say, obviously I, as the white guy Catholic, yeah. can't tell you what would be the mindset of um, somebody else, but Sanders has is by far the only person in the Democratic primary who has at least stated publicly that Palestinians are human beings and deserve right. equal rights. Yeah, and I don't, I don't even think it's always about that. I think free health care is something that no, people th- that's want true. and, you know, all that other stuff. Uh, I think at least the people I work with are pretty logical and all of that stuff makes sense to them. So, you know, they're not going to be knocking doors for Bernie anytime soon, but, you know, there's like a wink and a nod and sort of like, yeah, I got you. I know what you're talking about. I'm here for that. So, shout out to the the Mosts who are literally, I guess, Sanders all the way in Iowa. All five of them. Well, that was one out of five. But, okay. Uh, <laughs> one um, out of five, because there's only five Mosts in Iowa. Do you know well, who else is turning five out? Five being used in caucus location. Uh, <laughs> who else won? Big time. Um, so, in the 2016 caucus, they had a record number of uh, Latinos registered in Iowa of uh, 3,000, and uh, the Sanders campaign uh, signed 20,000 up to caucus for Bernie alone. Wow. Latinos. (laughs) And um, that is definitely a population that, one, in and of itself, has the power to swing presidential elections just because of how they're dispersed. But uh, second... (laughs) Uh, with Nevada, um, especially because Nevada is one of the four um, primaries caucuses before Super Tuesday, and uh, they have a large demographic there, and Bernie's way ahead. Uh, let's see, an, mm-hmm. an, another quick update. Huge round of applause at a different uh, precinct as the Andrew Yang backers moved to join the Bernie Sanders group. It's like, that's the Red Rover moment, right? Yeah, that's uh, all all the people just go across <laughs> the gymnasium into each other's arms yeah. as one. I totally, I totally do understand it, and I'm sympathetic <laughs> that caucuses are very anti-democratic. Like, you're expecting people for free to go basically stand for three hours to voice their political opinion. That's not the best system if we want more people to participate in our democracy. But it sounds like so much fun. It sounds like people, so much fun. People running across the gymnasium is no basis yeah. for a system of government. Yeah. And then we just scream and like, like, Jim, I thought you were my friend. What yeah. are you doing? Help, like, help. Oh, God. Like, I am jealous they get to do it, but... I do understand the answer. Yeah, actually, uh, on that note, uh, Jordan Meehan, uh, past guest running for state rep Austin Brighton, we endorsed him. Uh, If you're in Austin Brighton, vote for him. Anyway, he just posted a a picture from uh, Des Moines Precinct tonight uh, where an attendee brought a concealed bottle of wine, dropped it, and it shattered everywhere. (laughs) So apparently, and like you see the picture of like the gym floor with like there's this like glass bottle in red and like it's, you know, it just looks lit. I would love to be part of this. Again, this sounds yeah. like my kind of party. Um, so, but we don't get to do this here. No, you go in, pull the lever. Get I out. don't even think I can bring concealed wine to my polling station because it wouldn't be that fun. If you really want to, you can bring a nip in the booth, take the little photo downing it. But besides that, uh, you're in and out pretty quickly. Yeah, also. it's not as like much. I I kind of like. Okay, I know it's undemocratic, and I know that. Like you said, it's it, it it doesn't really make sense, but uh, I still think it'd be really fun to do. So they have one here, a caucus. Um, yeah, for delegates. Oh. Um, when they ha- when they have the state convention, there's there's a caucus in every town. There's oh. Not as many people or anything, but. Do you go to those? Yeah. Oh, where would you? Yeah, where? When I ran for delegate three, three different times, I've been to them. They're they're kind of fun. Okay, where are they? Um, in your town. Um, in every town, they have one. Um, and they're usually in April or May. And uh, Warren, have you ever uh, been chosen to be a delegate for the uh, Democratic? Uh, yeah, convention? it's really easy to win, actually. All right, that's um, good because I I might um try to be one for Bernie. Yeah, people keep asking me to be one, but I think it's for not. I think it's for Marky. The thing I don't know. People keep asking me to do stuff for Marky and because of my award, and I thought that's what it was. No, it's not. The same. It's not the same thing. No caucuses, boring. But um, Warren, are you like an elected member, uh, member of the uh, like Massachusetts Democratic State Party? Uh, yeah, I'm in the city committee in Malden. 
Um, so it's my girlfriend, Stee. And, uh, oh, yeah, shout out to Stee. Hi, Stee. We got about 15 of our friends uh, onto it, too, and we go and show up as a block and as delegates every year and uh, change the platform, you know, do boring stuff. Is it boring? Argue. No, it's super fun, but I'm a nerd. I don't know. <laughs> okay. maybe, maybe we all are. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, none of this is cool. It just, like, actually has very large-scale consequences that you kind of have so to care So this about. state committee is actually for national elections? Um, They elect DNC members. And, and uh, yeah, yeah, and they, you can run for delegate and uh, affect the national elections and in the state conventions and and all of this is for like you know bernie or, or presidential elections it's not like state rep stuff no for state rep stuff too okay thank you I th i've been very confused this whole time about all I, democracy is extremely confusing oh it's so confusing yeah like i'm i mean by design yeah like, like i it I doesn't have to be it's by design that yeah. it's this like alienating complex but um yeah. I definitely don't want to hold you the whole time while yeah. you're on the line. Um, are, are, you okay. gonna, no, um, are you going to yeah, be, like, staying up? Later? Yeah, I was going to say, if you're going to be yeah. staying up, you want to call back in, like, 30 minutes? We'll do, like, another round of updates of, like, the polling Yeah, stuff. I'll dive into the data some more, and I'll have some more to tell you in. Hell yeah. Right. Thanks for calling, Warren. We love it. And you know what? Uh, you can come in. Uh, stay in touch. You can come into the station and be on the show some more. It'll be fun. Dude, come oh, over cool. now. Just bring oh, your laptop. Yeah, come over but, right like, now. You have to be able to, like, <laughs> keep looking into the data for us. Okay, I'll call back soon. Sweet. Uh, thanks, bud. All right, ciao. Oh, see, I like Warren. Yeah, a Warren's a great guy. Uh, I, I didn't read this out loud, but just another um, caucus location, Nevada, Iowa, Ward 2. Bernie on top with 40 people, Warren 27, Biden close to 20, Klobuchar close to 20. So it's not like Bernie and Warren at the top. It's Bernie and other people at the top. So far, generally. I mean... Just just going off of pure subjective, what we've been saying out yeah. loud, um, it does seem uh, Warren as two, like getting the second. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. From what I've seen, I've seen, I haven't seen Biden getting the second at all, which no. is cool. Well, which is, again, like what we said at the top was that'll be the story. Yeah. They will not be reporting on bernie sanders wins like they'll dismiss it they'll be like okay well yeah of course bernie sanders in, won the whitest state in the country but anyway let's talk about biden and, in, and, and that'll be the pivot on every major news station that's true morning. because in fact i was looking at my google news just front page today while i was at work just just browsing and uh one of the the list of articles that i saw about the um the caucus were headlines like cnn Bracing for Bernie, why Sanders could be a nightmare for Wall Street. Already just trying to just jam that knife in there. Just be like, wait a sec, wait a sec, this is bad, people. And then also, uh, uh, why you should, Washington Post, why you should ignore the results of the Iowa caucus. This was like two hours ago. So like Bernie's like, a lot of things were already coming in and looking pretty good for Bernie. And they were just like, nope, never mind, this doesn't matter. And what's great about it? is it feeds beautifully into Bernie's entire narrative of the establishment of the 1%. And I mean, so much of Trump's success was bashing the media. It was bashing this liberal, suburban, rich class of people that has judgment on working class people and just saying, like, F those people. And now the media, because they just can't help it, they have this knee-jerk reaction they're bashing bernie and they just it drives them crazy that for so many people that's a positive i don't yeah. like anyone who is obsessed with like the op-ed columns <clears throat> of the new york times you're not going to vote for bernie you're so comfortable in in your life but me knowing that it pisses you off makes me happy yeah and it scares them yeah, because like, they're it, scared. That's all it's that's all it signals to me is like someone's afraid because uh this guy's winning. And it scares them because they know that they'll lose their access in a Bernie administration. That this cozy little relationship of oh let's go out for cocktails together. In the wine cave. Yeah, in the wine Oh, all right. <laughs> um so I mentioned at the top we're at Democracy Brewing and they said there might be some pee people there. 
and we'll have to share the space. And how like their back room is set up is like four large like gonna be very nerdy. Uh, Hogwarts dining hall style long table. Is that what I've never been there? Is that what it's You've like? Never been to Hogwarts? No. Well, I mean, no. <laughs> I I graduated from Hogwarts actually, but I haven't been okay. to Democracy. So it, it's like a, it's a great rectangle with like these four long things, and then there's literally it looks like a cave, like a little outgrowth with one small table. So I was gonna put a little sign that said wine cave, and so when the <laughs> people came, I'm just like, yeah, y'all over there. You should have done that, but they didn't show up. They didn't show up. I don't know who these Pete people are. Um, honestly, it's it's probably people like who I used to be, like people who are very much into high school debate, that just want to say like <laughs> and oh. military and the military and just be like, oh, well, you think that, but if you look at the facts and reality, and the, like it's those types of people. I'm guessing they never showed up. You have a little bit more empathy for uh, that's true. Pete. You have a more no. I wouldn't say empathy, but uh, I feel like you understand the mindset of somebody who wasn't just born a radical leftist. Yeah, we all can't be red diaper babies. <laughs> I was a red and black diaper baby. Okay, let's get it straight. Anyway, another thing of interest from the Washington Post is uh, May 13, 2019. That's a year ago. Why Iowa is so important this time was the headline. <laughs> and then uh, February 3rd, 12.15 p.m., what good are the Iowa caucuses anyway? Just, who cares? Yeah, who cares? Never mind. This doesn't matter. Uh, the wrong person's winning, so we're just going to disregard it. Um, and the results keep coming in. Do we have anything new? Um, this is at a, another um, Muslim community organization caucus. Sanders at 115, Yang 2. It's very actually possible, now that I read that out loud, that that was the same thing, and just somebody else retweeting it. <laughs> but definitely the trends are continuing. Let me see here. Um, CNN has been having a public breakdown all day. I don't know if people have been following that. Uh, yeah. Chris Matthews <laughs> almost started crying on air <laughs> this morning when they're like, what do you think's going to happen? It's just like, Bernie's going to win, and I don't understand. <laughs> oh, man. Just go watch Love Actually again, Chris Matthews. Console yourself. But so far, all positive trends. And, I mean, it, uh, it's so early. So all we, right. we'll see how much uh, Warren's good showing. I mean, if Warren comes in second right now, that's huge for her and her campaign, to be honest. And this is like when you get to use, like, game theory. Because what's going on right now is very similar to what happened in the Republican um primary from 2015 uh, to 16, which is the field is split and everyone thinks, oh, well, this crazy Trump guy, he's not going to get it. So I'm going to stay in. And so it just keeps diluting the vote. And so it looks like the centrist position has been diluted enough between Pete and Biden right. and Klobuchar and Warren and all the other people that they didn't get to back one candidate together in time. So the centrist vote has been split. Yes. Oh, that's nice. So I have another update. Uh, results from Johnston, uh, which is a suburb of Des Moines in on the north side. Thank you, Patrick. Uh, this one's a little different. This is Klobuchar, 106. Sanders, 83. Uh, Buttigieg, 81. And Warren, 69. Warren picked up most Biden supporters after he was not viable. And so this is a suburb? Yeah. That's, and Yeah, if you're leading with Klobuchar and yeah. Pete is your third, yeah, y'all got money. She's so suburban. Um, oh, but did you see, so we talked about it, I think last week, it must have been when the DCCC announced, like, their new, like, chairs for their committees, and it's basically everyone who publicly hates Bernie Sanders in the hopes that they go to a split convention so they can game the rules so that he doesn't get the uh, nominee. Okay, so they're trying to change the rules to keep him out. So... Did we not talk about that? Or did yeah, we, we did, but okay. remind me, because it might have been later on in the show. Um, all right. I have a whole thing on that, so we're going to save that. But they did something, I think, today or yesterday, which is just as which is just as crazy. And that is, so this entire process, I don't know, the last six or nine months, they've, the, um, the DNC has had like certain rules for how you get on the debate stage. 
like you have to have you have to raise this amount of money you have to have this many uh individual donations and you have to be polling at this number for this x amount of polls and then some and then every debate they've been upping that number that's why the amount of people on stage has been dwindling and then candidates like um, Julian Castro didn't qualify. Right. He eventually got kicked out. Uh, people like oh God, Cory Booker didn't qualify anymore. And Deval Patrick was never up there to be. Yeah, and, and Deval Patrick came on the stage. And then people were citing it like, "Oh, this is like this is bad that like you know the last debate was all these white people." Even though I do want to just highlight Bernie Sanders is half Jewish, just just to highlight that very quickly. And then people say, like, well, DNC, they can't change the rules. That's, like, the rules they established. Guess what they did two days ago? The rules. They changed the rules so Mike Bloomberg can now get on the debate stage. Who do you have to pay to get that? Uh, <laughs> funny you say that. <laughs> I'm going to find the number. Um, just so everyone knows, Mike Bloomberg donated over $300,000 just to the DNC. Like, we all, we give out, like, the scraps that we have to, like, individual candidates. There are sickos with such a large amount of money that they just give it directly to the Democratic Party. Can you imagine just giving money to the Democratic Party? Ugh. Not a candidate that either you know personally or somebody you believe in. Their and trusting their that money goes to what oh, you want it, it all, to? it all goes to consultants. There's yeah. so many uh, pieces on how that money is used. And it's it, it's all like a money laundering operation for a, just a bunch of people who just can't find jobs and write op eds. But yeah, I'm sure his three hundred thousand uh, dollars to again the people who are now sitting on the boards that get to rewrite the rules. Right. So well, that, those are his people. Yeah, no, they absolutely are his people. But they have rewritten uh, the rules so that Mike Bloomberg, and I think there's actually a debate Friday night. Which why the hell are you having a debate Friday night? Like I don't even think I'm gonna watch that. It's a Friday night. Come on. We get stuff to do. But anyway, Mike Wait, will be on there. I don't know if I have stuff to do. I might watch that debate. Might be fun. Friday night? I'm not watching Listen. a Democratic Party Oh, we got to go. Yeah, I've got an event. I've got an event, event to plug for Friday night, so never mind. Okay. But, we've got, we've got um, better plans. So, one, obviously it's horrible that they're changing the rules to let this billionaire go up as part of an attempt. Yeah, but no one's going to vote for this guy. So you split that into, into different parts. One is he has spent... I think 200 million of his own money at this point, which is like, this is unprecedented. What him and Tom Steyer are doing right now. Yeah, has, but Tom Steyer is cute about it. Has never been done, which is just basically go spend what, what is for them an infinite amount of money. Mike Bloomberg, I just said $200 million. He is spending the interest that his money collects each week. He has not hit into his pot of money. He has so much money that yeah. he can spend hundreds of millions of dollars, and that's literally the interest his money's collecting. He's also hiring. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to be a lie. So $6,000 a month. I, I, I thought about it for half a second. Yeah. Everyone has their price. But so, like, literally buying your way on a debate stage, which I'm very sorry, is also what Tom Steyer is doing. Very sorry. Okay, but Tom Steyer's got cute belts, and he dances. Tom Steyer has great. Tom Steyer has a better campaign staff than Elizabeth Warren. Okay. Hands down. Yeah, I would say so. They, they have a much better understanding of uh, marketing and messaging. Yeah, and I, I... I think are not as full of themselves. Should we honest. should we get into who I'm endorsing? Because I almost... In, I, I may endorse Tom Steyer tonight just to piss you off. <sighs> this would be like when you liked Cats. And I'm like, this is the most disappointing part of the whole evening. Like the movie. I loved Cats. But just to finish the mic thing, I actually think... It's going to be better for Bernie if Mike is on the stage. Oh, God, yeah. He's got a billionaire to punch around. Because right now, Mike gets to just pump TV ads. And it's just people who don't engage in politics who are watching a 30-second soundbite that are like, oh, like this guy's standing up to Trump? Yeah, that sounds good. Like I, have... Because no other candidate's spending money. And he's spending so much money that it's raising the amount you have to spend for commercial time. And right. the other campaigns can't afford it. Literally, just like Ren. out, yeah, just like Ren. He is the luxury development <laughs> of just public outreach. But the only people that do support him, because he does have high poll numbers in states that aren't in like the first four, like because his whole strategy is to try to take it with Super Tuesday. But if you put him on a debate stage, and these people that have just been watching television now get to see what does he actually sound like with his squeaky mic little voice, and he stands he, like he's small, he's like. 
I wouldn't be like able to tell them apart from like a lot of and the then, other like Delaney. Like yeah. I probably couldn't tell them apart. And then honestly. Bernie Sanders just smacking him around. Yeah. Like I actually think it'll be better for Bernie. He'll drop in the polls with a public debate. That's just my guess. But who are you going to endorse, Lauren? Oh, let's get to it. So I was, so after some of the shenanigans at MLK Day, I was really starting to dig Tom Steyer. Tom Steyer? I say Steyer, I don't know. Tom Steyer, really good in the environment, um, even though he made all his money okay, on no. fossil fuels. <laughs> I know, but what I'm saying, I know, Evan gets so mad at me. I have You can't saying, say somebody's good on the environment where they make their money investing how, in fossil fuels. It doesn't matter what they say on the television. Guys, look how mad he's getting, though. Oh, God. I love this part of it. Um, so I kept, you know, sending gifts with Tom Steyer dancing and trying to cozy up to Bernie and being like, oh, hey, Bernie, and, like, all the tweets. Like, I like you, Bernie, and Bernie's like, okay, good. Like, after uh, Hillary Clinton dissed him, he's like, I like Bernie Sanders. Bernie's like, okay, great, Tom Steyer. And I'm just like, Tom Steyer is this, like, awkward guy at the party that I can totally relate to. Like, we've all been that guy, right? He is a billionaire. He pays everyone around him to just look comfortable. He's not awkward. This is, again, just great campaigning. No, he's totally awkward. Have you seen him dance, sir? It is entirely pelvic thrusting. And 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 he's like ancient white dude very smart staff they're like wear this belt it'll be quirky wear this tie it'll be quirky go do this it'll be like oh yeah because, because, because they know it'll create this like oh look at that look at it that. was he was oh, like... he's going through a divorce <laughs> just having a hard time but you know like he, he cares <laughs> he was meme worthy for a minute and i hate national politics let's be honest i hate national elections i have zero control over them i I feel like I have a lot more effect when I door knock for local candidates because sure. the people I'm talking to don't know anybody anyway. And it's like, hey, you don't want your rent to go up? Vote for my people. Easy. It, national politics, everything's contaminated by the media. Everything's broken. Everything's just messed up. So generally, I love entertainment when it comes to this stuff. That's why I originally love Marianne Williamson and Andrew Yang. They were entertaining. Bernie Sanders is also very meme worthy, but Bernie Sanders is so good that it is hard to keep being entertained without being inspired, which is why I am officially announcing my endorsement and the endorsement of Renters Radio as a whole. Wah, wah. Um, we are officially endorsing Bernie Sanders for president Woo-hoo. 2020. Look how excited Evan is. I am. Um, Let's go. I finally come around to it. I don't think there's anyone else worth endorsing, and he has stuck to his message and... Um, I would, you know, and Elizabeth Warren's pissed me off, let's be honest. No, honestly, I'd be okay with her. Um, I wouldn't be angry. She's better than Trump, whatever. But I, I, I really just feel like Bernie's been better on all his policies that he's kind of hammered out and released over the past few months. And, uh, he is honestly, it's like sort of that like incorruptible kind of like, he's so old and grumpy and doesn't really care about whether he's publicly cute or not or anything like that he's just on message and i think he actually gives a shit about like people and that's just like who he is um so i'm endorsing bernie sanders we'll put out a little post put out some pictures maybe me kissing a cardboard cutout um i've come around to it y'all convince me i haven't joined dsa yet but i'm endorsing bernie sanders for president 2020 vote for bernie Let's go. Let's go. If I could go to New Hampshire and knock doors, I would, but I can't legally leave the state yet. That's my excuse. What's yours? You can still phone bank. Oh, God. Okay. I'll Herb. live stream it the whole time. There you go. Herb, you feeling the burn? Bourbon Supreme all the way. Yes! <laughs> and the libertarian in the corner over here. Right. I Actually, Vermin Supreme is, uh, newsflash, winning the libertarian primaries right now. I quickly saw <coughs> some article that I, 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 I can't get into the libertarian. Yeah, I know. It's a, there's a whole rabbit hole, but if we want to go down it, uh, Vermin Supreme is killing it right now. I mean, look, I'm rocking a Vermin Supreme sticker on my laptop. Um, I will always love Vermin. He's been down for the cause forever and uh, willing to point out hypocrisies in the system um, where, you know, it needs to be pointed out. Uh, also has great marketing and a great platform. So, yeah, I'm voting for Bernie Sanders because I am a registered Democrat and uh, it's kind of my duty. We're also in Massachusetts, though. Shit, Herb. I'm getting indecisive over here. <laughs> well, okay, if you're going to vote Democrat, vote Berman Supreme. If you do everything to the laws, 
No, if you're going to vote Democrat, vote for Bernie Sanders. If you do everything for the laws, vote for Vermin Supreme because it's going to be super entertaining. It's Vermin. He's on like he's the actually for yes. Uh, well, I don't know. Do you I have to be it was a just libertarian? It's just New Hampshire, maybe. I don't know. Actually, if Rod Weber's listening, he could call in and inform us because I'm actually not that sure about it. I just got reminded. Um, anyway, not to not to knock off, uh, not to bring my endorsement of Bernie Sanders into the uh, <laughs> to instantly start saying, or if you feel like it, vote yeah. For like person. I mean, I do love oh, entertainment. Oh God, weak sauce. Oh my God, he's been working on me for so long, and Herb just Our derailed life. it, and I'm like, wait a sec, but Vermin Supreme's <laughs> or funny. You can make this a joke. <laughs> I, I am, oh, we could pick the joke up. I am always kind of leaning towards that. Like in my heart, I just, it's all a joke because everything's screwed up. But, uh, we actually, need to have Berman call in. To be yeah, we gotta, we gotta talk to Berman about this because he's, he's pointing out a lot of great stuff. Great. Um, and yeah, that would be super necessary. Uh, maybe you can come to my birthday party. Oh, ah, Berman Supreme, hit me up. Same uh, the plus the, um, all right. So, you, you... so I'm endorsing Bernie Sanders, actually. Go. If you want to take <laughs> shit seriously. Vote for Bernie Sanders. Which you all should do. Yeah, and very few times where it's fine for the. For it's the, not for the just walls. about Bernie though. It's actually about a lot of the activists I've met, I've met that are backing Bernie, um, and the like honesty and integrity in what they believe in is like extremely refreshing. Um, I speak about the DSA, and I speak about other people that are canvassing for Bernie, these young kids from Sunrise Foundation that, like, you drive up there that, like, spend all their day knocking on strange doors in New Hampshire for this. Like, that is, like, dedication. And um, and I think that speaks a lot to what... It's not just about Bernie. It's about the movement. Um, so, in a way, I'm endorsing the movement as well. Uh, and I, I want that kind of energy towards these left-wing sort of humanist ideals to survive no matter who gets elected as president you need to keep that momentum and so i think it's important to recognize the movement that uh bernie and his supporters have built and so that's another that's one of the another major reason that i, I endorse bernie isn't just about bernie and his platform it's not that small it's not about one person it's about the movement and the ideas that he has built around him uh for over the past many years at this point so that's why he gets my endorsement that was really good. Oh, you like that? That was good. Um, and and that is really the only reason that people think that we have some little bit of hope of getting out of what has been a complete tailspin of the last four decades. And the reason that I've never met Bernie, I've actually never seen him in person. Like I've had plenty of opportunities to. I'm like, pretty sure I made out with a cardboard cutout of Bernie at some point. You've come closer than I have. <laughs> And it's, so I don't know what he's like as a person. I don't care. He can I, be a gruff, grumpy old man. I don't care, that's irrelevant. And, and, but like, you know, I can look at like some things he's done for his career that incredibly noble. Getting arrested as part of the civil rights movements in uh, the later 1960s. Setting up as mayor of Burlington, his own foreign policy to have collaboration with Nicaragua while our government is backing right-wing death squads. Uh, creating safe spaces for transgender uh, people at a time in the 1980s where no one knew what that term was up until maybe five to ten years ago did that start to become something in the public consciousness. Him standing alone delivering a speech in the early 1990s to an empty chamber of Congress saying we shouldn't go to war in Iraq. You can point to all those things. And he's also made a lot of uh, mistakes and stuff that I'm critical of in terms of his foreign policy and domestic policy. But as we, what you just highlighted, Bernie Sanders, for whatever reason, it probably is because of his career, has been a gravitational force for people that are drawn towards, I understand what you're about, I sympathize with this, we are trying to combat the horrors of, clim of the climate crisis, trying to combat inequality, constant militarism abroad. Everyone who's just on that team that just team of we can do better than this is being gravitationally drawn towards this campaign to go knock on doors, to go phone bank, just to, just to talk to your friends about it. And so as skeptical as a lot of people are, and I, I am actually a little bit more to the left of even just DSAers than I realized, but even for the people who are further left than me, who think that our entire electoral system is beyond broken, 
even them or they can see kind of like that gravitational element. Like we randomly just had a Facebook event tonight. Come watch the Iowa caucus. Over a hundred people just show up. It's just like, oh, I can go be in a circle around people that get it. And like th that is really what his campaign is about. Like whether he wins or loses, that doesn't go away. And we're going to see how it turns out. The momentum is with him. Every establishment figure is going to do what they can. And even if they succeed, that's why organizing is the most important thing. Somebody at the event today was like, not getting mad, just being like, oh, like these people, like, they're not knocking doors or like, I don't know, just saying stuff. And it's like, it doesn't matter because like right now they're here and they're signing up. And like now we know their name. We can contact them, and you can build. Oh, and they'll contact you. Oh, and you, I, you, are you can't right apparently reply to those tweet those texts with gifts. No, but I'm always trying to reply with like the Rick and Morty, like uh, like uh, what is what is it? Uh, shoot, I'm I'm uh, trying to remember. Oh, you son of a bitch! I'm in. And they're like, sorry, we can't read image texts on uh on our like whatever they're texting with the Bernie. Bernie Dyler or whatever. I'm like, damn it, that was such a like, such a good <laughs> response. Like here, um, depending on the campaign, it's literally an individual sending one text. At well, you should be able to get a text response back. But what we use, and by we, I mean just organizations that have maybe a little bit of money. Is this like, is what I send back to all the Bernie, all the Bernie bros that text me. <laughs> can you see if that's even being shown? I'm showing it to the camera right now. There's just <laughs> a little right, delay. Herb, thumbs up. Herb can see it. I send back the uh, Rick and Morty, you son of a bitch, I'm in. And then uh, I never get the ask because they can't see my image. Oh, I don't think anybody can see this. No, no, it comes in. Okay, it um, comes in. That's what I send back to all of them. And uh, so far that hasn't worked. So I need to actually start responding, but I don't have any money. No, so it's not so, like I'm going to be able to so donate. Th that's fine. If you, and like, I get blown up with Bernie donations, Bernie events, yeah. all that stuff. Sometimes I either ignore it. Sometimes I at least see something nice. Just being like, I can't make it. Thank you so much for doing this. Don't be a dick. Yeah. So, somebody sent me something today that like somebody they worked with, like screaming out, cursing at somebody for like texting them. Oh, or reporting it as spam, which I've seen people do. I mean, like, it just, just do, even if they used, like, like DSA, we use Spoke, it's just, like, a way of sending out a mass text, so, okay. so you don't have to spend hours individually texting. Again, just recognize that, like, there's another human being at the end of that. Well, they can't see my GIFs or my image texts, so that's unfortunate. Um, but yeah, you son of a bitches, I'm in. Uh, I just can't leave the state, so sorry, I won't see you in New Hampshire. But I'll live stream if anything goes Boston down. Boston DSA, we do canvases uh, four, five, six different locations across Boston every week. We might take this weekend off because I, I want us to take this weekend off because I want everyone going well, to New Hampshire. They can all just, yes, they can go to New Hampshire and then come to my birthday party because I'm not doing any work this week. Can I bring a sign-up sheet to your birthday party? You can totally, you to can have a table. You to... can bring, just bring your DSA crew to my, everybody can come to my birthday party. And you can have a sign-up sheet. Uh, plug it. Okay, uh, well, no, we gotta take a break. Okay. But um, I am having a birthday, February 9th. I'm turning 32. I'm that old, people. <gasps> How did I make it this long? I don't know. Um, it's not a big deal. But uh, It's not a big deal. I'm fine, okay? I am. Fine. We are throwing a party at uh, my favorite place in the world, which is right here at New Alliance. Uh, we've got two bands playing, some old friends, some new friends. We got Tryheart and Crespo. And so we got live music. We got BYOB. Um, it's an amazing space. You guys haven't seen the half of it. You see this brick wall whenever we do a show, right? But you haven't seen the outside of this space. Like, it's it's lit. And so we got a great space. Uh, it's BYOB. And then also uh, we're going to, like, get some pizzas or something because I guess I was born on National Pizza Day, which makes complete sense because um, I am born <laughs> past the pizza. Past the pizza. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be rad. I put an event on Facebook. And, uh, honestly, it's, like, pretty open. People can just show up. Um it's not like, unless you suck, don't show up if you suck. But if you want to just come pay your respects to the, the queen over here on my birthday and uh, say hi, have a beer, check out some local music, uh, come on down. We're uh, right next to the Market Basket. It'll be super fun. It'll be super rad. And right before we go to break. Wait, um... we're not actually breaking though. No, no. What I want to do. I think we're going for a break. But we're not turning off the live feed. I actually have a video I want to play about Bernie Sanders um, from a friend of the show, long time, uh, I don't know, 
comedian, musician, Rob Attillo, the Bernie Sanders Shelta. So I feel like we should play that for the break and keep the video feed going, and then we just get up. How long is the video feed? What? Oh, it's fine. This is me trying to figure out if I have enough time to go to the bathroom. We totally but are going to the bathroom quickly, right now. February 6th, Thursday night. Oh, yeah, let's plug your I thing. I am um, helping to host an event for two amazing women who are running for Congress. One is from the Bronx. She's running for New York 15th District, uh, Miss Lopez. I had a great conversation with her. She's an incredible candidate backed by New York City DSA. She is alongside a huge friend of the show, um, Isan Leckie who is running for the Massachusetts 4th Congressional District, who I think I mentioned it before, um, I'm a volunteer on their campaign. Uh, both these women are having a fundraising event, a Get to Know Me event, this Thursday at Lear Bar on uh, Boylston Street. Please come by at 6 p.m. this Thursday. You get to say you knew them before they were famous. Oh, so. yeah. I'll be there, too. But, all right, what Bernie video you got? <laughs> I just sent it to Herb. We have uh, Rob Attillo's old classic. The Bernie Sanders shelter. And then, One uh, evening as the wall went up and the city started burning, oh, down the track came a hobo hiking. And he said, boys, I'm not turning. I'm heading for a land that's far away besides the southern delta. So come with me, we'll go and see the Bernie Sanders shelter. And the Bernie Sanders shelter, there's a land that's fair and bright, where the weed grows on bushes, and you get high every night. All the racists are made of chocolate, you can eat their hate away, and poop out doves that spread love all across the world to every boy and girl in the Bernie Sanders shelter. In the Bernie Sanders shelter, Donald Trump is a happy hen that lays eggs of hope and love for all his gay friends. There ain't no drones or bombs, no hatred, just nice love. And I'm bound to stay where you dance all day, where they hung the bum who invented guns in the Bernie Sanders shelter. In the Bernie Sanders shelter, there's a wall made of cake that you can climb with your Mexican friends and dive into a chocolate lake. There's a boxcar full of health plans and gender-neutral fields. And I'm gonna stay where there ain't no hate, where you don't ever end or watch CNN in the Bernie Sanders shelter.